Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Hello, welcome to it Thursday night. It's the eve before preliminary final number one, which happens tomorrow night at a core stadium. The between... penultimate day. It's the tumultimate, did you say? Penultimate day. I hate that word. Why are you saying that? Because everyone else uses it. It's that and big dance. We shan't be using penultimate <laughs> and big dance on this show from this moment on. It's prelim final eve. Grand on... final qualify eve. Yeah, well, prelim, same thing. Um, tomorrow night, your Panthers versus the Storm. Some big news around Jerome Luai uh, in the side sats. He's all good to go. I'll tell yeah. you what, they'll be they'll be targeting that shoulder, won't they, the Storm? Yeah, absolutely. Then it just comes up to his inside defender, the guy that, that protects him. It makes his job. It's his major job each week. Uh, and that person will be Scott Sorensen. It'll be his job. And his priority to to protect his half. And He's a good player, Scott Sorensen. Very good isn't player. He? When he left Cronulla, I thought, yeah, this, this is a kid that's going to he's going to mature really late and got a new three year contract as well. Yeah, he's a good player. So yeah, Jerome Luai is, is big news for Penrith uh, to be cleared to play. Didn't surprise me because I, I was saying to you yesterday I was out at training ten or eleven days ago and he was doing contact on bags and stuff mm. like that eleven days ago. So it doesn't surprise me at all. Former Bronco, Warrior, St. George Dragon, uh, Gold Coast Seagull. Was Seagull? Adelaide Ram. Adelaide Ram. Everywhere. He's, I've been everywhere, man. North Queensland Cowboy. Yeah, he has. Yeah. Uh, we said Warriors, didn't I, as well? Warriors. Yep, he's joining us. Kevin Campion, great player. Uh, you played alongside him, didn't you, at yeah, Gold Coast? Yeah, we played under-21s together. We all got graded together, myself, him, Jimmy Goddard, Adrian Vows and co. Yep. And um, one of the great guys, one of the great characters, he arrived at the Gold Coast with this beautiful milky baby skin and blonde oh, nice. hair from yep. Serena, just near Mackay. Yep. And now his head looks like he's been put through a meat cleaver. Yeah. Mate, have you looked in the mirror lately? He has done it tough. Have you gotten campo. better looking through playing rugby league? Has it straightened a bit of your face up over time? Maybe my nose. I think it's straightened <laughs> my nose up a little bit. It's mm. huge. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to him. Uh, we'll preview the prelims. Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland. He was on fire. Well, his cat, you may remember, yeah, was picked, on fire. Yeah. Fluffy. She uh, picked a 13 to 1 winner last week. You win some, you lose more. So we'll have a chat to him as well. Uh, but the good oil for Cobram Estate, very quickly, as we said, Luai is fit and ready to go. Uh, the Cowboys have backed up the NRL and will issue Val Holmes with a further $25,000 fine plus a $50,000 suspended fine. So mm-hmm. fifty grand out of his pocket where I think it should sit mm-hmm. and 50000 suspended, hundred grand for a prank, pretty expensive. It is. You've got to learn the hard way. I actually applaud the, the Cowboys for doing this. For, for Outstanding. Not, not protecting one of their marquee players and sort of saying this is a standard we want to set amongst all our players and they need to think about their actions. So the $50,000 suspended fine looks really good on paper. Doesn't mean a lot when you're dealing with a player who has been a clean skin for pretty much his whole career. They know that they're not going to have to call on that extra 50000 because he is 99.9% of the time, represents the game in the club in a really admirable way. So, uh, But on paper, it looks good, $100,000 prank. But the 50000 that hurts. That hurts any player. Yep. Mm. It wouldn't be very popular at home right now with no, 50000 bucks leaving Absolutely. the family budget. 
Uh, the Broncos have opened talks to re-sign both Reese Walsh and Ezra Mam in what is reported to be worth five million between the pair. About one. Reese Walsh will take a majority of that five he's, million. He's about one one one, and uh, Ezra Mam, I'm hearing from reports, is six to seven hundred. Yeah, I, I think that season. Yeah, I think with Ezra, that's if you get him at that price, I think you're getting him at a good price. I think moving forward, he's going to have to be bumped up. He's a he's a pretty special kid. This kid, he's in his first. Real full season. You've followed him for a long time. You've, you've for followed about 15 him through or 16. Cup. Yeah, he's he's always been a very good player. Um, and he's going to – if they get him at that price, well done, Broncos. Negotiated. What a great time to go into a, a setup as well when you've got Adam Reynolds, one of the most experienced halfbacks. Who will end up being there in some coaching capacity yeah. post-career. Well, you have to. Mm. You'd have to. What a great way to learn the game. Well, he has said that he's – He's not going anywhere. He loves Southeast Queensland. He can't. Be, he couldn't believe the money that he could spend on the house that he's got now. That if he used the same amount of money in Sydney, would have got him. He's got four kids, mm. very young dad. Mm. Uh, that he wouldn't have bought. Would have bought a small little block in Sydney compared to the the space that he's got in, in Queensland. So uh, he'll hang around for all the years. No bra boys though in uh, Brisbane. That's a good thing. Oh, well, I've seen them on Home and Away. They're all right. Now that's the river. Oh, the river rats. They're the, they're the river boys. All <laughs> oh, right, different. Okay. Different than the bar. Bra same, boys. same, but different. <laughs> right, I gotcha. <laughs> Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. Let's get to a break. One of your former teammates, Ken Campion, joins us next on Sports Day. And from Walters to Langer, a hip ball to Lee, and then it's going out for a try. Surely, oh, don't tell me they bombed it. No, he's got it down. Kevin Campion, I think, is a try scorer, right? Why Bill Harrigan gave that try in the 1998 oh, grand final, I don't know. <laughs> to this day, straight away, no try if there was video referee. In 2003. <laughs> come up with that. Oh, oh, I'm sick uh, of seeing that already. Who did score that day? Yeah. Yeah. How many did Sat score that day in 2003? Yeah. Uh, zero. Zero. Yeah. Zero. Uh, hey, Kevin yeah. Campion, welcome to the show, by the way. Before you two start giving it to each other, this is how Sats has described <laughs> you. To our listeners, you had like porcelain-like skin at the age of twenty-one, blonde hair. No, eighteen, nine. Oh, eighteen. Yeah. And, and and if you flicked oh, your skin, please. you'd you'd bleed. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> Mate, I don't know what happened. The first time I got split was when I when I arrived at the Gold Coast Seagulls. It wasn't um, anything to do with Sats hitting me. It was, uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know what happened, but uh, yeah. I, I um I used to tape my ears back, and I think that would just put pressure on my on my forehead, <laughs> and um, any any sort of little knock I got, I just split open. Yeah. So, yeah anyway. Oh, uh, now you had a great yeah. career, of course. Whatever club you played at, pretty much they always went to a grand final the year after. Campo, when you had time at the Brisbane well, the Broncos. Sea, the Seagulls didn't. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The Brisbane Broncos, you won two comps there, and of course the New Zealand Warriors in two thousand and two, you played in the grand final. So. On Saturday night, Campo, yeah. is it mixed emotions with you when it comes to this game? Or are you always a Brisbane Broncos man? Oh, look, I'm, you know yourself, Sats. Everyone wanted to play for the Bronx um, when we were growing up. Um, you know, they had the likes of Molly Lewis, Gene Miles, Colin Scott, Alan Lange, you know, Steve Renouf. You can name them, name them all. But um, look, my alliance is with the, the Warriors on the weekend, mate. I just think... You know, I'm a, a real big supporter of the club, and um, you know they they've uh, sort of taken me in over the last couple of years, which is great. They've they look after all the all their old boys, and um, look happy to support the 
the wires on the weekend. Yeah, I, I know how much their CEO, Cameron George, loves having around the club. And, of course, you play with... Um, um, you play with a lot of those old boys that, that are always uh, welcome back into that club. Now, in 98 and 2000 with the Brisbane Broncos, mm. and then, as I said, 2002 grand final with the New Zealand Warriors. Now, going back to 2002, Campo, was it crazy back then when it came to the community knowing you were going to a grand final, or, or is this next level what we're seeing at the moment? Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's not next level. It's a it's a level up. I just think um, you know back then, you know, you had Eric Watson as the owner. I think he bought twenty odd thousand tickets for that um, for that uh, prelim final against uh, Cronulla to get uh, to get the crowds up. So he was just giving them out to anyone, uh, any New Zealander who showed their passport at the gate. He would give them a ticket. So I thought that was next level, but. Um, I was over there on the weekend uh, for the game, and um, when the boys ran out, um, I, you know, I heard um, who's the big forward who, um, front row for Newcastle uh, Woods. I think he played for um, Cronulla as well. He said, you know, he's, he's played Test matches, he's played Origin. He said that's the loudest um, uh, crowd that he's ever heard when a when a team has run out. So that was big, mate. It was uh, just a, a phenomenal night and. Um, we had great, you know. Obviously, it was a great win, and yeah, the, we we celebrated hard in hard in the sheds after. <laughs> I, I can imagine Saturday night at uh, Suncorp Stadium, given the population of Kiwis around southeast Queensland. I reckon it's, it's there's going to be a fair whack of uh, Warriors supporters, and I can tell you the planes are full coming over from New Zealand. There's going to be a lot at yeah. Suncorp. Uh, it should be loud. Yeah, well, I think it's just a, a case. Well, I think everyone has that much confidence in the side that they would have, you know, pre-booked these tickets. And uh, look, I know people are ringing me at the moment trying to get tickets because it's all sold out. So it's going to be a look. It's going to be a cracking night. Have uh, you got any? I can't look, get I any. Camp Bronx, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a few, mate. I've just uh, I've just got to um, be careful who I give them to. That's all. <laughs> Knowing him, he's going to hold out to the highest bidder. Yeah. I'll put on Satra's website. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, Sexysats.com, two, that is s- Two sides, Campo. <laughs> they, they, um, they lack a lot of uh, continued finals experience. So both sides haven't played mm-hmm. you know, long periods of finals no. over the years. Will it affect any side in particular, do you think? Do any, and do you expect any of those sides to maybe freeze in the moment? No, you're right, Sats. They both haven't played for a while. You know, they both didn't make the eight last year. Um, and they've both been probably the two most consistent sides this year um, from where they came last year, I mean. But um, I think, you know, with uh, the, the Warriors needed that win on the weekend. You know, they got beaten convincingly by Penrith um, a couple of weeks ago. And I think, and they haven't played a top eight side in the last, you know, 10 weeks uh, leading into that um, final against Penrith. But having that great win on the weekend would have boosted their confidence. Well, I know it boosted their confidence. Um, Shorty Johnson was back. The team played well and, and we put 30 on a great team who hadn't lost in 10 weeks. So I think the Bronx are going to be a bit nervous. Well, I, I, I know they'd be a bit nervous. You know, I, I, th- I thought they were probably predicting Newcastle to win. Mm. Um, a lot of people were, but, you know, with Shawnee Johnson back, it makes a big difference to our side. Because you've got a fair bit to do with the Warriors now, you'd obviously be able to talk to Andrew Webster, their coach. He's an impressive guy, isn't he, when you're in his company? 
Mate, he's just one of the nicest blokes who you meet. He just his demeanour doesn't change when you speak to him. He's always, you know, he's always up for a chat, and um, he puts him out there, out there, out there to all the ex-players as well, which is great. Um, he's very personable, mate, and you can just tell the players love him. Um, and it's a big ingredient, you know. You've got to respect the coach, and and um, a lot of you know players don't respect um, their coaches, and you know that's why they have that. Not that you know, not that much success at their club. So we're lucky, mate. He's been there before. He's brought a lot of these kids through, um, through the grades uh, into first grade. So they they respect him, and it's great for him to come back. And look, they've just warmed to him, and everyone's warmed to him, mate. Mate, the club's in a really good um, position at the moment. Mm. Isn't it amazing what sort of reaction you can get, fellas, when you've got a coach who invests in the player? Just care about the player. He, he cares yeah. about the player and their families. And that's how you earn the respect, right? Well, Campo, you were like the Wayne. You 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 speak glowingly about Wayne, and that's his greatest attribute. Yeah, look, Wayne was exactly the same. He knew, he knew, you know, he invested in you. He invested in the in your own, as you just said, in your family. He knew your wife. He knew the kids. You know, and it was just a great um, place to be. And it didn't matter, you know, you know, it didn't matter what you did on the field, it didn't matter what you did off the field, he just, you know, he was just a, he didn't change at all. So, yeah, he was just um, one of the best coaches I've had. But um, Webby's the same, mate. He's um, just a terrific guy, you know, really nice guy. Now, the other final, so let's just say you're, you're, you're on the, the Warriors side for Friday night. Let's say they go through. Let's talk about the other final, Penrith Panthers versus Melbourne. Now, you spent time with Ivan playing together at the Warriors, and, of course, you made that 2002 yeah. grand final. Did you... Did you ever think, from your experience with him, did you ever think he would one day take up coaching? Um, look, he was a student of the game. Look, he he, he was, you know, he didn't say much of it. He, he just, um, he was very, you know, very even calm when we were um, playing and in team meetings, he wouldn't say much. But when he did speak, um, people would listen. But he, look, he was a student of the game. There was no doubt about that. He's a smart, smart boy. So, but... Um, I'm glad he got into coaching. He probably didn't. Um, I think he was a, a, a value by trade, so I know, I'm sure he didn't want to get back into that. So, <laughs> um, but it was yeah. But he had success early, um, and that sort of sparked his um, you know want to get back in you know to go up the levels, and he got that opportunity at the Warriors, and he never looked back. Now, before we let you go, Camp, it's great that you've taken time out to to um, chat about these games over the weekend, but. Nathan Wood. Now, everyone we talked about talked to, whether it's you, whether it's Brian Fletcher, anyone, any one of our friends of the show, they say Nathan Wood is the greatest prankster and an absolute pest they've ever come across. Now, was it true? Yeah, yeah. Was it true that when when Ivan was playing in New Zealand, Nathan Cleary was five years up, four or five years old at the time? Now, is it true that Nathan Wood put a five year old Nathan Cleary into therapy? What? <laughs> Well, he put him into year therapy, that's for sure. Yeah, Matty Wood's coming around to my place one night with a with a with a balaclava and a screen mask on, and and tried to break in my house. Anyway, he didn't do it, thank God. Um, but he scared the bejesus out of me. Anyway, we thought, oh, how good is this? We'll go over and scare Ivan. So we went over to his place, and Ivan's house used to be on this on the street, and you could see the whole house from the street. So the family was upstairs. There was a lounge living area downstairs, but the family in the in the um, sorry the living room upstairs and the you know the the kids' room and Ivan's room. So Natty Woods has jumped up on the roof, and I'm watching it from the street. I can see the light, everything. They're watching TV in the lounge room. I can see 
So Nanny would scales into the into the main bedroom, Ivan and Beck's uh, bedroom, lays down beside the bed, turns the radio on, and Ivan comes in, going, "What the hell's going on here?" Turns it off, forks out, and <laughs> I could see Natty, Natty Woods, he rolls over and rolls, rolls over the bed, turns the um, um, radio on again, and then I can so Ivan's asked little Nathan to go into the room and turn it off. And I'm going, no, I'm seeing it. He got, like, I can see it from the lounge. I go, Nathan's got up. I'm going, no, 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 no. And Matty Woods, as Nathan's come in the room, he's pulled this screen mask out on, you know, with the with the balaclava on. And you can just see Nathan screaming in terror. I've just never heard anything like I could hear it from the road. I'm 50 metres away. Oh, I'm going, no. oh, my God. Put him in a therapy for a year. Couldn't sleep. Slept in the mum and dad's room. That's oh, horrible. Hilarious. Mate, if he saw Natty Wood now on the street, he'd go into the fetal position, the poor kid. Well, there's, yeah. a, well, there's a tip for the storm. Wear yeah. those masks. Yeah, well, storm run out with scream masks on Friday night. Yeah. And go boo. Well, I think, well Munster half, half looks like a scream mask. <laughs> Good point. Hey, listen, Campo, we appreciate your time uh, tonight. On Sports Day, you're behind the Waz, and you think they'll be playing the Panthers? Who? who what's the grand final look like? Um, I think, yeah, I think the, the Penny Panthers, um, they're the team to beat. They have been all year, you know, minor premiers. I think you know, I'm very proud of Ivan and, and the job he's done there. But, mate, uh, they'll be playing the Waz. Yeah, they'll wow. be playing the Waz in the final. Um, yeah, they'll, Brisbane, um, um, I hope they don't, they're not too cocky on the, on the weekend because they, they're in for a battle, that's for sure. Big call from Kevin Campion. Thanks for your time on Sports Day, mate. Good on you, boys. Thanks, Butch. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Time for an NRL update. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here. Thanks to our mates at Mitre 10 Trade. Player of the Year awards have been uh, happening, Sats. I do like these. When they get to the end of the year. Now, there's there's four clubs that haven't had their awards not yet, and they are the Melbourne Storm, Brisbane Broncos, Panthers, and South Sydney. What's interesting is when you see the name of the medals, which I, I love. Uh, Raiders was Joey Tarpany, mm. second year row, Mal Meninga medal, that makes sense. The yep. Warriors is a Simon Mannering medal, Sean yep. Johnson. The Sharks, the Por- uh, Porter Gallon, Monty Porter, and Paul Gallon medal. I thought Steve Rogers... Might have been involved there. One of the great, one of the greatest sharks of all time. Andrew Eddingshausen as well. One of the greatest sharks. Yep. yep. Uh, Cowboys. Paul Bowman medal. Yep. That makes sense. Jack Gibson medal at the Roosters. Lindsay Collins. Oh, Scotty Drinkwater got the Cowboys, and Blake Braley got the Sharks. The Paul Broughton medal for the Titans, which I think should be the Preston Campbell medal. And that was last night. Yeah, Mo Fudawaka as well. Uh, Eels was the Ken Thornett medal. Clint Gutherson. The Knights. No. The Danny Baduris medal. Kalen Ponger. That's deserved. Or you could have Bedaris or Johns. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bedsy's a Taree boy. Where mm. Joey's a Newcastle boy. Well, a Cessnock boy. Yeah. So Don't cause controversy. Mm. Bulldogs, George, Dr. George Paponis yeah. Award. What a great captain. Australian yeah. captain. Turves. I mean, Jacob it, Preston, rookie year and also player of the year. It, Steve Mortimer medal. Yeah. Could be. Mm. Yep. Arguably one of their greats. Oh, yeah, one of the greatest of all time. With Terry Lamb. Him and Terry Lamb, yeah. The Barbar Award. Dolphins is the Arthur Beeson medal. Of course. Jermaine Asako, outstanding season he had. The Seagulls is the Roy Bull Award. I don't know who that is. Roy Bull is a f- front row from many, many years ago, back right. in the yeah, 40s, something, yeah. 
Uh, Daly Cherry Evans had a great year. Uh, the Tigers is the Kelly Barnes, which is Noel Kelly, former West great. Yep. And Keith Barnes, uh, former Balmain great. Yep. And that's Dream Buller again in his rookie year, winning the player of the year. Got himself a nice little upgrade too, yeah, by the way. Yeah, four-year contract. To the end of which 2027. Which yep. because if you looked at all the other clubs, there's no real openings for fullbacks at other clubs. Probably maybe the Dragons, Tyrell Sloan. Yeah, yep. You're probably, if you're a top-line yep. player, you'd probably squeeze him out. But, yep. um, but this is the interesting one, Woogie and listeners. The Dragons, mm. Blake Laurie won, had a great year, the front row. It's just called player of the year. It's like it's not the Gaznia medal or anything like that. The great Illawarra player. Let's just throw someone up. Um, Wishart. Michael B- Rod Wishart. The Wishart Proven medal. Yep. Yeah. Who captain coached and captained yep. a lot of their premierships throughout those years. And so they don't have a name for the award. They've just got a player of the year. Don't like it. Yeah, no soul. And we, for a club that's got a lot of soul and a lot of fans, one of the biggest supporter bases in the game. So, yeah, that's interesting. That's uh, really interesting. Melbourne Storm, of course, have the Cameron Smith medal. Broncos have the Paul Morgan medal. And, uh, the Panthers have the Merv Cartwright medal. Yep. And George Pickens medal for, for South Sydney. Mm. So uh, there's some great names there, right? Yeah. Absolute absolutely great names. All right, the local business, the value is having yours. That's why the Trade Trust might attend. Got a suggestion for the Dragons? Is it, I feel like we've got to do everything for the Dragons. Mm. It's not fair. I just want to watch the game. They should name it after the best schooner drinker in Illawarra Steelers history, which is John Cross. I was going to say Rowdy Rodwell. The John Cross there you medal. Go. That's it. There we yeah, go. And, and the trophy is uh, a schooner. Yeah, or a yard glass. Okay. Yeah. And you've got to scull it on stage when you accept the award. See? Fixed already. Yeah. How hard is it, Dragons? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, you've got a suggestion, 0457 736 736. The local business that values having yours, that's my to 10. That's why the trade trusts my to 10. We're going to look at our prelims next here on Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. I feel kind of shallow tonight. Is there any, no, there's no NRLW action on tonight That's all either. on Sunday. Two finals. Mm. It is the Titans up against the Roosters, second versus third. Titans finishing third. And Newcastle one versus four, which is uh, the Brisbane Broncos. Yeah, the Brisbane Broncos. Yeah, right. So um, it's good to see uh, two Southeast Queensland teams make the finals, the Titans and the Broncos, which yeah, is absolutely. good. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, um, I tell you what, tomorrow night, before we get into the warm-up, except nothing less than Australia's best room, tomorrow night mm-hmm. we've got preliminary final between uh, the Panthers and the Storm. Yes. We've got Collingwood versus GWS. And a lot of the tipsters, a lot of the people in the know with the AFL are predicting a really close game in that one. What's going to be really interesting is that the GWS had to go to Adelaide to beat Port Adelaide, Mm. fly back the next day, short turnaround to play Friday night. So I reckon, I think that, I just just think the preparation might get them. The other thing that's on Friday night, 6 o'clock Australia play India in one of their three warm-up ODIs leading up to the World Cup, which starts next week. Hence the phrase you just used, warm-up. No, no, but they'll they'll be putting together full-strength team. Travis Head out for what they think is half of the World Cup, at least. Sats, we talked about the start of the show. Panthers play the Storm at a core stadium on Friday night. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most people are expecting the Panthers to make their fourth grand final in a row. You see it turning out like that. I mean, it would take your Panthers hat off for the moment. Oh, yeah, no, no. To to break down both teams, Penrith have been far more streamlined. 
And even though they've had some, they've only used 27 players this year, the Panthers. Now, to put that into context, I think Melbourne have used about 37, 36. If you you use less than 30 players in a season, you're playing top four most times. If you're using more than 30, you've got some really special players in your side. They can really carry the can, and that's what happens with Melbourne. So... But the Panthers have been really streamlined. They haven't been heavily affected by injuries for long periods of time. I know Cleary is out with that hamstring for five or six weeks. But in saying that, uh, he was out with a shoulder injury in 2021, six weeks, won the comp. Out for a spear tackle 2022, six weeks, won the comp. So it's a refresher. Six weeks hamstring injury, 2023. <laughs> There's a chance they're going to go through a fourth grand Can final. I just say something about Melbourne? Yep. That, like people are saying they're not the Melbourne of old. They, you know, they, they're, they're not any good. They need a rebuild. They finished third. And it's probably the ugliest third placing I've seen in the competition in a long time. They are one game away from being in the grand final. Do not underestimate the Melbourne Storm. Oh, I know. Jerome Hughes back. I don't think... Well, Penrith won't be because Harry Grant, Jerome Hughes, Nelson Asafa Solomana, Cam Munster, when they get together, they can beat a team as a small group, those four players. I do like it when Nelson Asafa Solomana starts the game. I right. don't like it when he comes off the bench. I think sometimes you lose you lose a lot of that momentum early on in the game. You try and win it back with Nelson, but at the start of the game, he sets the precedence. So... Um, yeah, don't underestimate Melbourne. I think it's going to be a really tight game. I really do. And the one thing about Penrith is you've got to be really unpredictable, and Melbourne are unpredictable. So what's... I think Penrith win, okay. but I think it's really tight. I think there's only four or six points in it. Broncos-Warriors, uh, Saturday night, 7.50. That game hasn't changed. So Warriors fans, if you're listening, just bring your clocks forward uh, two exactly. hours. You'll be watching at the same time as us. Um, we've got Renault versus Johnson, two... Arguably two of the form halfbacks of the year. Uh, but you know what I'm looking forward to? I know what oh, you're going to say. Adam Fanua Blake oh. <laughs> up against Payne Haas. You know, Payne Haas plays longer periods than Adam Fanua Blake. When Adam Fanua Blake leaves the field for the Warriors, they lose a lot. They just they fall into a bit of a hole. They just sort of – it looks like they struggle through the period. They just sort of just scratching and just trying to get through the period until he gets back on the field with about 12 or 15 minutes to go. It, when Payne Haas leaves the field, I'd be taking Adam Fanua Blake off. When Payne Haas goes back on the field, I'd be Put putting Adam Fanua Blake. I'd just be going toe-to-toe with him. Um, outside of the halfbacks, who actually played against – they played against each other in the under-20s grand final in 2010, Reynolds and Johnson. There you the go. Warriors won that day, that under-20s grand final in 2010, and now we see them in a grand final qualifier. It's, it's pretty even across the park. It really is. You've got two great fullbacks. I think this. I think the Broncos' two centres better. Well, I, I hate to use the word better. I just think they're far more damaging. Yeah. In attack. Oh, they're in great form. The Broncos. Yeah. They should win this, but God, who knows? What mm. do you think? I, I think the Broncos win. Right. I just think the two teams that have the weekend off now, it's just too much of an advantage. Accept nothing less than Australia's best and install a ream. Australia's favourite hot water. Scotty Sattler says it'll be a Panthers-Broncos grand final next weekend. This is Sports Day. Chris Nelson has got some tips for us next. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Imagine what you could be uh, buying instead. Love this man. Wasn't he in form <laughs> last weekend with Insta Good? It was Insta Bloody Greats. 
Oh, well, it wasn't you. It was your cat, Fluffy, Chris Nelson. <laughs> it was. Fluffy, uh, Socks, whatever you want to call What's her uh, name? Her, but, What's her um, name? Millie. Millie. Good work, Millie. She's yeah, got a 13 another. to 1 winner. Well done. Well done. <laughs> hey, uh, where are we racing this weekend, mate? Uh, we are racing mainly Toowoomba. It's Toowoomba Cup Day, Jace. Toowoomba oh. Cup, uh, the Wheatwood Handicap, the Garden City Guineas, the first the sighting of the new two-year-olds, which, as I mentioned on Monday, to, to Sats and Rats are all going to be, well, most of them are Mashanis, uh, as we had last year. So, uh, yeah, big, big day at Toowoomba, the return of Yellow Brick in the Wheatwood Handicap. Yeah, wow, mate. The flowers will be in full bloom in yep. in uh, in Toowoomba right now, and also, mm. yeah, haven't you got a horse racing in Toowoomba this weekend as well, uh, Chris? Oh, I have, and I, you know what, Jace? I think she'll win. That horse is April wow. in Augusta. Mm. I think she'll win. What? Uh, and I'm pretty biased, I suppose, but uh, no, I think she's going really well at the midweekers. I think she can step it up to a Saturday race. She draws a good gate. Uh, I think she can get it done. So uh, the $7, I think she's a pretty good each-way bet. I went to That's the race. Toowoomba Cup in 1998. I've never seen yeah. a longer lineup at the female toilets. Why are you hanging around really? the female no, well, toilets? Know, usually, yeah. usually the males just get to go in and out, but it's always a massive line outside the women's toilets. And so to the point where women were actually trying to go into the men's toilets to use their facilities. Right. And security yes. was stopping. On to another point, but... So horse to follow. Oh, this is great banter. <laughs> it really is. So horse to follow is April in Augusta. The horse to follow. What race? Not follow. Back race back. three number six. Race three number six. Okay. Yes, race three number. Nice. Actually number eight. Sorry, I read that wrong. I should put the light on. Race three number eight. April in Augusta. What are you in, in the dark? Something should dark we be concerned? Here, oh, Have you got pants on today? I've got everything on. Don't good, worry about that. Good. Bordies are on, T-shirt. Great. Um, any other uh, tips for this weekend? Yes, I think the best bet is race six, number six, planned encounter. This is the uh, the Garden City Guineas, 1,600 metres. If anyone cares to have a look at her last start at Eagle Farm, she was very unlucky. She was going to win there at about the 150. And then the first two uh, squeezed her up and she got spat out the back and she lost all momentum. So I think she could have beaten those and she meets them again on Saturday. And in the cup, I'll give you one each way here. Race seven, the cup. Number 12, hell of a deal. Uh, it was a very good effort to win last start. Four-week break, up 400 metres, trained on the track by uh, Mark Curry. Draws well, settles close. I think can measure up. So each way, race seven, number 12, hell of a deal. Those tips are all $5 or better, I think. There you go, Satsy. Yeah. Oh, mate, I hope I can watch. I'm, I've been roped into a charity barbecue cooking thing at, at uh, Bunnings. On Saturday, you know, the oh, sausage sigil bunny. Good. You'll eat yeah, yeah, all the yep. profits. You'll I'll have <laughs> sausages coming out of my ears, my rears, my pockets, everything. I'll be like, how long till a sausage? <laughs> oh, I'm not looking forward to it. Mm. The things you do for your yeah. kids, eh? Yeah. You'll be, you'll be abusing people after a while. <laughs> after a while? I think from the start. Um, all right, check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. I did say to the... My little daughter, I said, I'll be finished. Well, she's not little, Daria. She, uh, 16. Well, she's 16. She's 16-year-old. Wow. I said, wow. I've got to be home to watch uh, the Wheatwood. So imagine what you could be buying <laughs> instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks, Nelson. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. See ya. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to it. Before we go, 
Jeez, he's he's doing it, isn't he? Oh, Who? Benny Elias apparently. Oh, who's he whacked now? The Broncos last oh, night okay. in NRL three sixty. Not a bad point. Okay. Not a bad point. Yep. They only played three games in Sydney this season. Mm-hmm. They're a protected species. Now, is this uh, what he's saying? They're yeah. a protected species. Yeah. And look, was it the first ten in the first ten or eleven rounds this year? They never left Queensland. Yeah, but I mean, when you say you, you, they never left Queensland, you still got to fly to Townsville, which is a long flight to Sydney. It's so if if you're using the excuse that oh they haven't left Queensland, it's, they had to they had to go travel. They had to go to Suncorp to play the Dolphins. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Yeah, and the Gold Coast is only obviously 45 minutes down the road. Uh, well, on a Friday, it's about eight hours yeah. uh, from Brisbane to the Gold Coast. So I get it. They did get a they did get a dream run. But, but how's that any different? How's that any different to the Dolphins, the Titans as well? They wouldn't be playing. What about the Sydney clubs that just have to get in their car and travel to the other seven clubs? It's it's no different. When you don't leave Sydney for a period of time, am I missing something in this? No, not really. It's 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 just it's just Benny looking away to to whack a Queensland team. Mm. Uh, but in saying that, let's say they did have to travel a bit, would have this team still been able to do what they did? And this is a young. No, I don't know. This is a young, brash, confident. Fast. I've never. I haven't seen a team faster than this side. No, they're good. And when you talk about fast. You don't talk about the wingers and the fullbacks. No. You talk about the forwards. Yeah. Like their front rower is quick. Flegler's quick. Carrigan's quick. Jordan Rickey's quick. They are just quick across the park. I still think they finish top four easy, even if they're even if they're having to travel every second weekend. And shouldn't they be? I, I can't work it out. I can't get my head around it. Mm. It's like AFL teams travel every second weekend. Aren't the Broncos travelling every second weekend? Well, it's just the way. Given the amount of teams in Sydney. Well, it's just... It's the way the draw plays out. There's some weeks where you don't leave home for three weeks. And what I mean by that is you play – you might play Parramatta at Parramatta. Mm. You might play the Gold Coast at Suncorp. And you might play the Dolphins the following and, week. And you're going to play the Dolphins twice, mm. obviously, in Brisbane. So it's just the way the draw – I mean – Nothing to see here? Well, there's no easy solution with the draw, the way that it plays out each year. There's always complaints. The easiest way is to shorten the season. Yep. And play everyone once. Yep. But that's not going to happen because ben, it, that means less money in the game. Benny's annoyed that they didn't have to go to Sydney to play the bye as well. So exactly. that he's, he's not happy about that. They yep. stayed home. Mm. All right. That was stupid. That wasn't Benny. That was me. We're going to go. <laughs> I can't wait for the weekend. You I enjoyed know. Satsy? I can't wait for You're the, calling the Saturday AFL, night. Oh. the NRLW, find out our two grand Don't finals. say the Wallabies. New Don't. South Wales Cup Grand Final. Who's yes. going to play the Brisbane Tigers on Grand Final Day? Of course, south that'll be South. North. That'll be South as well. So. Mm. Uh, enjoy your weekend, mate. You too. You uh, too good listeners. luck calling the game on Saturday night for SCN. Can't wait. See ya. Goodbye.